0: Okay, Bible and Daily Lifers, we are going through the whole Bible in a year. Seems hard to believe we're going to do that if we're only in Genesis 11 right now, and we've been going for a couple of weeks already, but we're going to move quickly once we get past laying some good foundations and some themes that are going to run all the way through the Scripture. And we're doing them now, and then we'll come back and remind ourselves of what those themes were. We'll see that there are certain threads that run right through the Bible. And that one of them is right here in chapter 11. Now, if you've been following along with us, we did chapter 10, which really is a parenthesis that should come after 11, where it talks about where all these people went, because right here in chapter 11, all the world is one speech or all together. So here's how it starts. Genesis 11. Now the whole world, the whole planet, everyone, had one language and one common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. And they said to each other, come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. And they used brick and they baked them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone. And tar for mortar. Um, this is going to be very similar to what was on the ark, where there was pitch. There was a waterproofing solution that was put on the ark on the outside and on the inside. And they're going to do the same thing. They're going to take tar and they're going to put this water repellent on top of the brick. Why? And tar from mortar. And they said, come and let's build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Oh, there's one. There's a theme all through the Bible. Making a name for ourselves and excluding God while we're making a name for ourselves. People still do that. They do that with their careers. They do that with their lives. They exclude God and make a name just for themselves. Otherwise, will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower where the people were building. And he said, if as one people speaking the same language, they've begun to do this, nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Wholesale rebellion against God. Come, let's go down. Confuse the language so that they will not understand each other. And the languages will be scattered. So the Lord scattered them from there all over the earth, as we saw in chapter 10, where all of the human human migration went, starting from that place right there, the plain in Shinar. And modern science agrees with that. And they stopped building the city. That's why it's called Babel, confusion. Because the Lord confused the language of the whole world, and from there, the Lord scattered them over the face of the earth. And then we're going to get a genealogy from Shem, going back into the sons of Noah, all the way to Abraham. So all through the scripture, there's a genealogy that runs all the way through the scripture. So it will go all the way up to the person of Jesus. And then when we get to Jesus, we can go all the way back here to chapters 10 and 11 of Genesis. Really important. So what's going on here? Babel, the word means confusion. So God is not the author of confusion. In fact, it says that in Corinthians, that God is not a God of disorder, but a God of peace. And um, then James says this. He says, where you have envy and selfish ambition, which you have here, you find disorder in every evil practice. So where there's confusion, the spirit of Babylon, the world in the flesh is at work. And these are themes that are going to follow all through the scripture. Rebellion against God and reliance on the flesh, reliance on the world. The world, the devil, and the flesh are great enemies, and we give in to them. And so they came together to build this tower and a name. They want a name for themselves, and they want to build a tower. And so they defied God's command early in Genesis where God told them that they were to go out and multiply and spread over the whole earth. Multiply, spread over the whole earth. Well, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to follow God's command. They wanted to be in that one place, make a great city and make a name for themselves. Now, interesting thing, in verse 3, they used strong waterproofed bricks. Not only defiance... But they didn't believe God's promise. You see, God said he would never judge the world again with a flood. He said he wouldn't judge the world again with a flood. Doesn't mean there's not floods, but there's no global floods. And he promised that they would not, would not happen again. And he put the rainbow in the sky, as we remember when we go back to those previous chapters. Well, what are they doing? They're building a tower to the heavens. They're waterproofing it. They're in defiance against God so that should God judge the earth again by a flood, which he said he wouldn't, but they don't believe his word or ignore his word or don't know his word, they could just climb into the tower and thumb their nose at God in this waterproof tower. Same waterproofing materials that Noah used on the outside and the inside of the ark. They're putting it on the outside of this tower. And there's these blatant self-statements through here. Let us build for ourselves. Let us build for ourselves. And so we see going all the way back to the rebellion in the garden that selfishness is the root of our sin problems. Came into the world by loving self, wanting to satisfy self. And so our pilgrimage is really away from self where we love God and we love others. Moving away from the trap, the gravity of pulling us down into ourselves to do everything for ourselves, make a name for ourselves, love ourselves, do things, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Those things are always there. And it ends up in... uh, the book of Romans 1, where it talks about all the practices that people do, all the selfish practices, all the works of the flesh that are told to us in the book of Galatians. So it's fierce independence from God. We're going to get away from God. They're going to build the tower to the heavens. What does that mean? Maybe there's some kind of astrological significance there, something that maybe they know about the stars or think they know about the stars. They, They thought the stars would predict their future. They thought that the stars were things that would uh, be gods. And a lot of occult astrological practices go all the way back to Babylon, go all the way back to Babel, go all the way back to here. And so it's a classic case of worshiping the creation rather than the creator, which Romans 1 talks about that as well. Now, they're humans, Uh, humans aren't known for always being the smartest things on the planet. If they wanted to reach into the heavens, they would have been better off to build it on a mountain, not at sea level on the plain. But they're people, so that's what they do. A lot of extra work just trying to get up to uh, mountaintop height. So there have been these ziggurat uh, excavations. The ancient historian Herodias said that the Tower of Babel was standing in his day. so it must have been standing for a while, is uh, what he says. And so the summary of Babel, of chapter 11, is all people were gathered together in organized rebellion against God. So we're individually rebelling against God, but we rebel against God as groups, too. They had an anti-God dictator over them, it seems like, in Nimrod. They had a false system of worship, and they didn't trust God's promises or believe God's promises or believe God's word. And so time, progress, government, organization, invention had not made humans any better because all of those things are happening in Babel. Time has passed. There's progress. There's human government. There's organization. They're organizing themselves into a city. There's all kinds of invention and creativity and innovation. Hasn't made humans any better. Still doesn't make any humans any better. A lot more time has passed now since Babel. A lot more progress. A lot more government. We know a lot more about government. We know how to organize. Lots of invention. Lots of innovation. But still, no better off. Still sinners separated from God. And so, in Revelation 17 and 18, we say there's these themes all through the Bible. Babylon will be destroyed. Babylon, the whole concept of Babylon, everything that it includes. The worship of self, the organization against God, false religion, all of those things. Verses 8 and 9, God says, let's go down. Speaking of the Trinity, let us, plurality. That goes all the way through the scripture. This idea of the plurality of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit becomes clearer and clearer as we go on through the scriptures. And so when he goes down, it's more an act of mercy than judgment. Because he's going to put in check humans' fallen nature and what they can do if they're all together. And the confusion of tongues, we'll find when we get to the book of Acts, that the confusion of tongues is reversed on the day of Pentecost, when everybody is together and they hear the glorious works of God spoken in their own language. We'll see it at the the end in the book of Revelation, Revelation 5.9, Revelation 7.9, where it says... That those who are gathered in the end, those who are gathered in heaven, from every tongue, every tribe, every people, every nation, God will restore once again, scattered at then, gathering now. And so God works real unity between God and people and between people and people. So there's lots of lessons that we can, that we can learn here. Um, we learn from chapter 10, who's my neighbor? All people are equal And all people are brothers and sisters. We find that the sinful nature of people hasn't changed. Rebellion against God, self-reliance, independence, not believing God's promises or ignoring God's promises or twisting them. Uh, People continue on the wide path together when God calls us to the narrow path. So there we go with Genesis 11. We'll move on to Genesis 12. And uh, we'll be moving through Genesis for another couple of weeks another not another another week another week in a day so uh jesus loves us and you are loved you are loved you are loved peace grace and mercy let's continue through the bible the bible the whole bible nothing but the bible love you guys